Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 4 of the Marketing Matters Podcast. I'm sat here in a slightly different corner of the Gasworks today with David. So hi, David. Hi there. But we can still see the weather and it is looking fine, although it's gone a bit cloudy now. It has been absolutely glorious, to the extent that we're convinced the good weather is the burglar alarm can't cope with it. And it's actually the, the sun streaming in has been setting the burglar alarm off, but that's a different story. I'm not and sure it, we should be mentioning that. That might be a bit of a security breach. Oh, it might be. Well, it, we've managed to sort it, though. So it's uh, the, the burglar alarm is still working uh, as well as can be expected. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, today we're coming towards the end of the series on the planning process, the PIMS process. We've got two more, this one and, and one additional one. And today we're talking about the second M in PIMS. No, we're uh, not. We're talking about the first no, we're talking about the second M in PIMS, you're opposite, right. Yeah, thank you very much. The second M in PIMS, manage. Last time we talked about monitor, and this is about managing. And it's, it's ultimately about how you, we've talked about how you, you plan things and you implement them and you monitor them. But in, once you, you've, you're into the ongoing implementation process, you have to manage that process because it's not just going to manage itself. So, uh, yeah, David. Your thoughts on this whole management? I've been thinking about it a bit because I'm I'm in the middle of writing a companion blog post to this podcast, which you can see on our blog at, uh, at bsamarketing.com. But I think it's quite interesting because it, my thoughts turn to the the idea that we often talk about in, in small businesses and people running small businesses of the difference between working on your business and working in your business and how too often people say oh I'm much too busy working in my business to find time to work on my business and where I my, my thought went was that actually it is the working on your business that is the management process mm. and and um, and if you're not managing your business then I'm not saying that you can't be successful on that basis, but in fact, if you have a business that's not being managed, then any success that you get is pretty much down to luck as much as anything. And that the essence of running a business isn't doing the thing that the business does, but it's rather managing the whole process. And here we're talking about, you know, we've been talking about the the whole planning and implementation of the marketing communications process, but then managing that on an ongoing basis is the is the heart of making sure that you get real value from your from your marketing into your business to help your your business grow and take you where you want to go. Yeah, and I, and I think it is it is an issue which really is so prevalent within small owner managed businesses. I mean, it's interesting. I've had two conversations with clients today talking about the fact that I'm planning to be out the office for a few weeks and sort of working remotely, and they're the, the conversation while on holiday. I might say sorry. While on holiday. <laughs> While on say. holiday, yeah. A, a blended working, I think they call it. But the, the conversation, both conversations turned around to the same, oh, I wish I could do that. And it, it ultimately came down to the fact that they're spe- because they're spending all their time in the, working in the business, doing the day-to-day, they can't afford to sort of step away from it. And, you know, one guy was saying he's working 90 hours a week and working weekends and working... And I said, look, you need to take time to work on your business rather than in it. And whilst he acknowledged that that was the case, he's, it's, it's always the challenge to find the hours in the day. But I think sometimes... And it goes in this whole management process, whether it's the business or whether it's marketing programs, you have to find time to actually to include that management process. 
I think it's it's easy to fall into the trap of, of working on that. Well, if I just do it, it will all yeah. work out. And actually, the just doing it is only part of it. It can be very, very time-consuming. But what you're not doing is taking a look as to, is it actually delivering what you want? And, and if you're like the person you were talking to, if you're in a position where you're working 90 hours a week and getting frustrated not being able to take time out that you would like to, then I would question whether it's really delivering on, on what you want. And, and then you can fall into the, well, maybe next week, maybe next month, maybe mm. next year it will get better. And if you're not planning and managing for it to get better, I'm not saying it won't, but yeah. again, if it does, it will be luck. It won't be because yeah. you've you've managed your way to get what you want. Yeah. And, and, and ultimately, this whole planning process, it comes back to our old chestnut, or the whole management process, comes back to that old pl- chestnut that we talk about over and over again, which is the plan, and it's got to start. If you're going to manage, you've got to have a plan to manage too. So I think going right back to the beginning of this, this series, if you've started with that plan, and then you've looked at ways of implementing it and managing and monitoring it, then you've got something to manage. But if you haven't got that plan, you're just firefighting, really. And I, and I think that plan, that the head of that plan, is where you look back, it's where, where the whole PIMS process started and the planning process starts, and that is your objectives, your goals. What mm. do you actually want to achieve? And yeah. perhaps why do you want to achieve yeah. that? So, okay, so we're saying about the fact that you need to manage it. And it needs to be an active, you need to do it very actively. So what do you think is a good, is there a way of structuring it in a way that makes it, makes it easier that it might actually happen and, and you do it in some sort of structured way? Definitely. I think however, whatever approach you take to your management, the first thing is to try and, it may sound a strange thing to say, but to try and make it as easy as possible. That if you try and commit too much time to it, that's not going to work. If the information that you need to be able to manage your your marketing isn't readily available, that's going to make it impossible. So I think the idea of working for an easy life is, Mm. I mean, it may be one of your basic objectives, but it actually makes a lot of sense. And I think to break your, your management down into bite-sized chunks mm. so that you, you're you not over-facing yourself with stuff that becomes just another thing on your to-do list that you don't get around to. Yeah, and I think going back to what we were talking about last week and the, the monitoring of it and make the idea of making life easy, make sure that the figures that you think you need to, to run your business and manage your business are easily available, that you can literally just, you know, using a dashboard or analytics or whatever, just almost at the click of the button, go and get the figures that you need to say, you know, am I on track? Because if every time you uh, you want to look at these, you've got to spend two days pulling the figures together, then that doesn't make life easy. Yeah. And, and because, as we've said before, so much marketing communication is, to a greater lesser extent, driven around the internet and, mm. and websites and what have you, there is a lot of data available. And yes, the danger is you become overwhelmed by data, but if you're, if you're quite strict with yourself and you're very clear as to which bits of information you want, you can make those readily available. And as you say, there are some great tools where you can create dashboards that mm. effectively automatically pull data. I mean, our old friend Google has, mm. uh, obviously they're the, the font of all knowledge in this stuff, but there is a uh, something worth checking out is, is Google Data Studio, which is um, a great suite of tools for creating a dashboard which shows you only the information that you want mm. so that you can see how things are going yeah. along quickly and easily. Indeed. And I think another thing you can do, as well as making things available very easily for you, is to actually structure the 
the management process. And we, we have a sort of a, a sort of three-stage process to our, our planning. And what we do it, and I'm sure we've talked about this before in, in podcasts, about the fact that we, have, we aim to have a sort of an annual planning process where we'll maybe go away for a day or ideally a weekend, well away from the day-to-day of the business, where we will sort of set the goals for, we'll look at the long-term plan, sort of five-year plan, and look at the sort of has how things changed and put a bit of detail on it for the next 12 months but that's quite a sort of a a relaxed and well i think i think it's a good it's a good balance of yeah it's 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 actually we i think we work quite hard but there's very much a good mixture of work and play and And, but it's very much we make sure we're not going to get interrupted but we're in a situation where we're not going to get interrupted by the day-to-day it is not about we're running the business it's about, it's not about working in the business that weekend is very much about working on the business but out of that will come a, a moderately detailed action plan of what we are hoping to achieve over the next 12 months and what are we uh, we're going to do to actually deliver that so that's part one and then part two is on then every three months we will sort of just revisit that on maybe just on an afternoon or a couple of hours where we'll just sit down and say okay we're now three months down the track from what we planned in the beginning of the year. Has anything changed? Are we on track? Blah, 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 blah. And then the final and most, the sort of most practical element of is it on a monthly basis, we will sit down just for a couple of hours, maybe on a, the first Wednesday of the month or something, and just say, okay, what are we actually planning to do this month? What is our action plan to, to deliver the 12 month plan? What do we actually need to do? this month and what are we actually expecting out of it and set some real objectives and goals that people take ownership of and we can sit down and review at the next one so that that becomes a very practical process and as it the longer ones they get more and more sort of bigger picture and more sort of strategic as it were but through that process and then at the end of the year it repeats itself and you st- and it, it becomes a, a process by which the whole planning just becomes part of the sort of the calendar of the business and I think it's, it's interesting how you um, how you just explain that because in my mind although each step that you talked about is uh, I think you're absolutely spot on I see them the other way around I see them the, the the more regular the monthly thing or mm. you know and it, it if needs be it can even be weekly probably not more than that but that's the sort of the general overview ticking along just keep giving yourself a little time just to say yeah how are we doing mm. and then that extends out to the the quarterly and then the the annual big picture view and and I think the way I'm seeing it is that by taking that line it means that you can you you don't need to be thinking about everything all the time that you can focus on the shorter term stuff Mm. in your weekly or monthly review note safe in the knowledge that you are going to take time at a as mm. I say, quarterly or, or whatever, to to take the bigger picture view. And and that's that's what ties it all together. And then obviously the annual is the really big picture. But that's that and, and I think that's the opportunity where you can look ahead to what you're planning to do over the next twelve months. Um, but also reflect on on what's happened over the last twelve months because I think in a lot of really good sustainable long term business, it's not something that you see happening day to day or week to week or even month to month. It's when you can take a look back over 12 months and think, actually, this is where we were 12 months ago. This is where we are now. We've really made some good progress. And and, and that progress tends to be more sustainable. Yeah, I think actually it's it's only I only read the map because it's how it's written on my my (laughs) notes. So I think you're, you're probably right. 
it is almost and as I was reading them out I was thinking yeah it is almost the other way around but yeah, but, which, but I think you've actually got to start you've got to start yeah, with it, it, the big it, picture it's a, yeah it, it is it is a pro but and I think actually if we look at where we are now uh, and I think there is definitely a sense of relaxation and, and sort of coming out of the there is definitely the uh, sense that the light at the end of the tunnel might not be an oncoming train uh, with the whole sort of uh, pandemic thing and while we're not out of the woods yet things are definitely going in the right direction and I think there's an awful lot changed over the last uh, 18 months two years and so actually now um, would be the perfect time to actually sit down and say okay we've, we've hopefully we're going to survive this how do we, you know, things have changed, things, the, the market's changed, the, the trading environment has changed. How are we going to make the most of that and go forward and sort of relaunch what we're doing? So actually this, this whole process, I think now is a perfect time to start it. Yes, and I think, I think we have an interesting six to 12 months ahead of us because I think there will be those people who were more inclined to plan or are more inclined to plan who will have, you know, the, the pandemic, kind of landed on all of us really but if you are a planner then you're more red more geared up to take what's happening and then build it into your plan and and hopefully make a make some decisions to help you get through and be be ready to pick up and, and move forward as mm. things ease up whereas i think there are some other people who are are going to find it very difficult Mm. And, and and even if they have a, a potentially very viable business going forward, that if they haven't planned to work their way through, particularly as, as a lot of the government support starts to ease off, I think some people are going to find it very difficult, even as, as opportunities open up. Mm. Okay, so just moving back slightly to the more specific stuff we were talking about around managing your marketing process, I think there are a couple of things I I want to uh, just raise before we sort of wrap up. And the first thing, I mean, we've talked a little bit about it already, but the importance of not thinking if it is an addition, this whole managing your marketing as being an additional thing that you've got to think about. You will have, I guess, processes by which you manage your business. You review the accounts on a a regular basis. You review whatever it is you review. And I think it's important to build the marketing, the manager into marketing, into those management processes. So it just becomes another thing you do in running your business. Yeah, I, I, you say that people, you review the, the accounts. As I, I was saying it, I was thinking, I bet there are a lot of people, lot of people who don't. Who don't. <laughs> and, I, and I think the problem is there are too many businesses that are not managed. Mm. They just happen. And while they happen, that's great. But if anything comes out of left field to bite you, then that can be challenging. So mm. I think that, you know, our, our old friend Peter Drucker claimed that, you know, marketing was one of the two primary functions of a business. And marketing, and if, if running a business is fundamentally about management, mm. then clearly marketing management should be central to what you do. So m- maybe we should be putting out a challenge out there saying, asking people, uh, you know, are you managing your business? And if, if you're being brutally honest with yourself, well, maybe no, I am just going with the flow. Then maybe now is a good time to and use marketing as a step to say, okay, well, I'm going to start doing something and I'm going to start by 
managing my marketing. Yeah, and I mean, and I we've was, just given you a very, or in the process of giving you a very nice model to do that. Yeah, I was, I was being saying, being a bit negative and saying that some people could find life quite challenging over the next six to twelve months. But I think the flip of that is there are going to be some great opportunities over the next six to twelve months as as we we, we return to some sort of open normality. But but I think also things a normality that has, has changed in many situations. The trading environment has changed. I mean, we've seen it with a obviously with Glossop Gasworks we have offices and the definitely the sort of requirements and what people are looking for in terms of their working environment has changed over the last 12 you know people who were commuting into Manchester and now are not wanting to want to work closer to home that creates opportunities for us I think in the, the hospitality business I think people are going to for a long time now are going to want space and it's going to be about I think there's going to be a significant opportunity to do things differently and I think the people who embrace that and do things differently will do well uh, and people who try to just go back to how they were doing it before as you say may may struggle but I'm sure we've talked about that in the in the past so just really um, wrapping up this present next time we're we're going to talk about how to sustain it and that's to sustain your marketing and that is really this is part of it having a structure I think to your management of it but there is more to how to keep it going but obviously we'll talk about that next time and I think what I just wanted to, to finish with is this idea of, I really do believe that structure is really important. And one of the things that I think has mean why reasons why we have sustained our marketing process is because we have milestones. We send out an email every two weeks. You know, if all else fails, there will be an email go, going out every two weeks. And that gives us that milestone, which drives everything else. Because for an email, you need content. And so that content gets written and, and gets created. So we have to do the podcast. We have to do. So I think having that, those milestones that absolutely have to almost set in stone, it gives that structure and forces you to do things and forces you to not just think, oh, well, I've got other things to do. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give it a miss this time. Yeah, and, and I think the other thing, I mean, we, we've talked, we've been talking today about management and we spoke for a few minutes on the, the process of, mark, of planning. And, and I think be careful not to see those two separate things, mm. that the management processes should be built into your plan. Mm. You don't just manage your plan, but the management is part of the plan. Yeah. And that way, if you are achieving the plan, then you will be managing it. Yeah. And, and I think part of that plan, and it will, as I say, next time, as we wrap it up now, next time we're going to talk about how to sustain it. And I think planning your marketing, planning particularly the content in your marketing, and knowing what you're going to use for your content over the, the coming months is really important. And that, I think, is, is the key to sustaining it. But as we say, there'll be more of that next time. So I'm going to uh, leave it there because, yet again, we have overrun our 15 minutes significantly. Uh, one day we'll, we'll get one down to 15 minutes, but uh, not today. But, yeah, we'll leave it there. And until next time, if you want to find out more about what we do, you'll find us either our blogs, as David mentioned, at bsamarketing.com. You'll find additional podcasts, including the other episodes in this uh, series going right through the uh, the PIMS process at podcast.bsamarketing.com and you'll also find us on social media particularly Twitter and LinkedIn at BSA Marketing so until next time goodbye and happy marketing bye now mm-hmm.